Hey, 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 good evening, everyone. And we are back for another exciting episode of the Across the Tracks podcast. It's great to be here heading into the last week of April, man. It's amazing how fast these months are clicking by. But April has gone by fast. Gone by fast. Uh, But we're here and got some interesting topics uh, for tonight. And as usual, I'm Wayne. And I'm Steve. All right. How was your week? Get it on. My week was pretty good. Pretty good. You know, just normal. Uh, Not much else uh, to say other than being normal. Get up and walk and run every day. I go over and lift three days a week. You know, go out and play out in the yard, you know. <laughs> Not it's all good, man. You yeah, know, I'm just still trying here, to man. still trying to figure out my my uh Medicare stuff, but I've okay. I've narrowed it down. So Okay, yeah, I know it's you all good. Said last week you were meeting with them to to get everything set up, man. It's hard to believe here we are talking about freaking Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Medicare mean, is the only thing that we talked, we read about in the textbooks, man. Wow, yeah, we're like, ah, oh, man, that that that's man, that's for old people. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, we is one of them. We is us, us is old. Is us. <laughs> but it's all good, man. As we said last week, man, it is a indeed a blessing to be here, and um, that's 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 how you got to look at it, you know. Yes, sir. So it's all good. So um, tonight. Um, before we get into the topics, we got a couple of memorials if we want to talk about first before we get into the topic tonight, which I think our guest will find very interesting. So we want to talk first. Uh, we were just, you know, talking about dreams and it's a blessing to be here and whatnot. Uh, we have to reflect on the fact uh, Terrence Clark, a young man, played for uh, University of Kentucky Wildcats. Um, he had declared for the NBA draft, and unfortunately, he was killed in a car accident, man, 19 years old. Uh, had already hired an agent and uh, was was trying to, you know, go off and pursue his dream of playing in the NBA and, uh, you know, car accident. And now he's no longer with us. So I didn't know if you'd heard about that or not. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, I had heard about it on one of the broadcasts and on uh, television. And it reminds me of Lynn Bias. Yes, absolutely. The fact that here he was, you know, Lynn Bias is just getting out of college, declared for the NBA, drafted by the Boston Celtics, and never able to achieve his dream, just like this Terrence Clark, you know. Yeah. Um, you never know, you know, when God's going God's gonna to bring you home. Right. And right. so we we all going to we're all going to face that and we're all going to have to deal with it. And you just you just never know. And it's sad yeah. that it happened to this young man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we we've uh, been able to uh, deal with a lot of situations like that in our lifetime. And it's going to continue to happen. You know, it's sad, but um, life kind of moves on. And uh, yeah. I feel for the family and feel for the loved ones sure. and all. Absolutely. And um, it's it's just one of those things that we, we have to deal with. Sad. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Uh, so rest in uh, rest in peace, um, Mr. Terrence Clark. And again, condolences to his family. Uh, you know, I, I saw that story, man. I'm like, I, that's immediately came to my mind was Lim Bias, man. And I remember that day like it was yesterday. I was I was at work and I was I matter of fact, I was living in Boston at the time. Mm. 
And the Celtics were sky high on Lynn Bias, man. He was, at the time, he was the best player in college basketball by far, man. Extremely talented. And so the Boston Celtics were were really high on him. He was going to be teaming with Bird and McHale and, and Parrish, that front line. He was the next guy uh, to be that uh, that front line of the Celtics, man. And and then next thing you know, it's like, wow, Lynn Bias is dead. It's like, What? Yeah, you know, so it just it just rippled through the community there uh, in the Boston community because everybody was dumbfounded, couldn't believe it, and I imagine that the um, the, the the UK community felt the same way, man, when they heard uh, the passing of Terrence Clark. So it's yeah. just sad. It's really sad, and you know, you 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 plan, but you never know. So right. Right. Never know. So um, the next um, person we want to talk about in the memoriam is uh, Shock G. And uh, folks who may not know who Shock G is, Shock G, the front man for Digital Underground. (laughs) That's right. Do the hump doing doing the hump the hump. And uh I mean one of the you know, I mean the hip hop community has been taking it in the gut here, man, for the last uh last week or so, man. It's yeah. it's like a lot of these legendary guys they're they're dying, man. Yep. But um, you know, Shock G front man for digital underground. Um, sort of a comical type group, uh, but man, they had some big hits um, back in the uh, you know '90s, early 2000s. We talked about the Humpty Dance, uh, same song, "Do What You Like." Uh, man, um, let me kiss you. I kiss you back. I mean, it's man, great songs, just fun party songs. Yes. So yeah. you know, 57 years old, man, not not an old guy. Yeah. And uh, you know, your thoughts on Shock G? Yeah, he brought fun. He brought fun to the um, MTV crowd. Yeah. Uh, because Digital Underground, uh, he was a, a character. He was <laughs> he was kind of like Parliament. Yes. Funkadelic. Yeah. yeah. Except it was it was more uh, a little bit of hip hop, more of the hip hop version of it. Because he wore the big nose, he wore like the Groucho marks, you know, dark nose and so <laughs> yeah. on, and he was known for that. And if I remember correct, he produced a couple of major songs for yep. some people as well. I don't, I don't remember what they were, but I remember him being a producer as well because uh, Digital Underground made a lot of money with, you know, doing the Humpty Dance. And and so on. So yeah, he's you know, 57 years old. And I think he's like the second person this year that died at 57. Yeah, I, I forget think. who the other person yeah. was. It it kind of reminds me of the year, the age 27 back in the 70s with you know Janet Joplin and Jimi Hendrix, and all those rock people died at age like 27. Um, who's the guy? That was um, with Nirvana, um, oh, Kurt Cobain. Cobain, yeah. I think he was 27. So there's something about that time, just like 57, and somebody else that we recently had in Memorial died at 57. Yeah. What are you, what are your thoughts about O'Shock? Oh, again, I, he was a you know a pioneer man because you know it to do a different style of hip hop. I mean that that's what made hip hop, you know keep progressing man it's the people who put different spins on hip-hop and he was one of those you know he invented a character (laughs) yes 
Yeah. You know, Humpty Hump. He invented a character and start like you said, man, star like Star Child or um, what was the other uh, uh, Parliament character? It was Star Child and um, Dr. Funkenstein. Dr. Funkenstein. I mean, you know, he invented a of... character and, yes. uh, and, and it, it took hip hop in a different direction. So uh, a hip hop pioneer, man, legend. And uh, it's it's sad, man. Young guy. Um, again, they don't know, um, you know, what uh, you know what caused his death. And I mean, it does it really matter? I mean, it's it's right. another young person that's gone. Um, they, we talk about man the the things that he's you now. Some of the lines in his songs are memorable. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, getting busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tickle, grab them in the biscuits and, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, it's 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 it was legendary. Yeah, and my, uh, my nose also, will tickle you. My nose will tickle your rear. Yeah, and, my nose will tickle your rear. What is it, in the sixty nine position? Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, you know. So uh, kiss you back. That was that was a good one out there. Yeah, those are the name of that. I'll kiss you back. Uh, but he was a mentor. A lot of folks may not know he was a mentor to Tupac. Yeah. Uh, Tupac actually performed, had a, had a, did a rap on the uh, same song. Uh, and if you check that video out, you'll see a young Tupac, uh, in, in that video, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, he, you mentioned he was a producer. He produced, uh, Tupac, Tupac's, uh, one of his big hits, I Get Around. Yes. And, uh, you know, he produced that track. So he was an all around, uh, you know, great guy. Uh, you know, just just amazing, man. Sad that uh, again, the hip hop community has taken another gut punch. Uh, you know, we had DMX, we had Black Rob, and now Shock G. So, uh, rest in peace, rest in power to Humpty Hump, man. I I bet you they're partying big time, big time up there now, yes, man. Sir. With yeah, uh, the folks that have a concert crazy. going on up there. Oh yeah, big time, big time. Yeah. So. Uh, that's what we've got for memorials this week. Um, we're going to change the groove now and get into the topics for tonight. Um, I think we, before coming on air, we said we're going to call this segment Legislative Lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some crazy stuff going some on. Some crazy mess going on. Um, so let's kick it off with um, a proposed bill back in our home state. And I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you kick it off, man. Uh, this what's going on in our home state is just it's part of this idiot idiocracy that's going on. I'll let I'll let you kick it. Yeah, let's let's put a little context to this first <laughs> of all. Uh, the the end of the election because uh, the past occupant of sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue didn't win the election. Now, all of the state governments, most of the state governments, I think 47 state governments have decided that they're going to change election laws. Well, I think there's like 300 300 different laws to change elections because the past occupant at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue lost the election and he's bitching and whining and complaining. And all these legislators are following his lead. He, he lost, as I mentioned before in one of our podcasts, they decided to come up with a way of winning, even when they lose. 
So if you can't beat them, cheat them. Yep. Okay. So knowing, seeing that they are in a minority, the majority of the people voted for Democratic candidates and the Democrat that was ran for president, this is a way to get what they want, even though they lost, because a lot of these state legislatures are controlled by Republicans. And until the uh, uh, Democrats start running people that can win these elections, things are going to be the same. The other thing, which we're going to get to, I'm kind of going around this whole thing here. All good, man. The other thing is that with the Derek Chauvin um, verdict of being found guilty, which we could talk a little bit about that, found guilty on all three counts. Now they've lost again because some people believe that the police can never do anything wrong. So now these same state legislators and legislatures have decided that they're going to come up with ways of stopping people from protesting taking away people's First Amendment rights and and so on. So in the past, when did the verdict, the verdict was pat this past Monday, a week ago tomorrow. Yep. Oh, Tuesday, I think Tuesday, it was. Tuesday, yep. Tuesday. Oh, yeah, Tuesday, yep. And since Tuesday, there have been 81 laws that have been passed in, I think, 34 states that's designed to take away the power of protest. They mad, so they pitching a bitch. 81 protest laws. And in our home state, the state of Kentucky, they have, it's, they're trying to get through, or they may have passed a law that basically says when there's a public protest in the state of Kentucky, it's illegal to badmouth police officers during peaceful protests. You can't say, man, you pig, you, you know, <laughs> you stink, you know, you, you're, you're taking away our rights. You can't badmouth them. You know, your mama got four eyes and she's big as a house. You can't badmouth the cops or you go to jail. Yep. That makes no sense. That's asinine. So if you get in a cop's face and bad mouthing, then you're violating the law. What, you know, what happened to free speech? I could as long as I'm not threatening you, right. I could talk about your mama, your daddy, your sister, right. your brother, your cousins, <laughs> your, your beat up jalopy car that you're riding. You right. know, right. you know, I could say any of that, but not in, not in the state of Kentucky. Yeah. Not anymore. Nope. You can't do that. That's that's stupid. I mean, because what can we do to stop black people from protesting? Because if people hear their protests, then they're going to pay attention to what's really going on. You know, they're going to pay attention with with George Floyd. The world paid attention to what went on in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And the world turned against that type of policing. 
So in order to keep the world and the state and the country from turning against the cops, you ban the protests that you're supposed to be able to have under the First Amendment. Just saying. To piggyback on your thoughts, it's like the fact that, you know, one group lost. I mean, it's it would be like, you know, you're playing a sport. You know, we played sports and uh, we lost. You know, yeah, you don't like to lose, but we lost. So what are we going to do? We're going to devise ways to make sure that anybody we compete against from this on, we're going to handicap them so that we're guaranteed that we're going to win. I mean, that's what this is akin to, that they're devising every way imaginable under the sun to, one, keep people from voting. And if we can do that, the next thing we're going to do, we're going to we're going to stop you from exercising your First Amendment right, which is the right of the people to peacefully assemble. And and I, I saw some stats, man. Ninety three percent of Black Lives Matter protests have been peaceful, yeah. have been peaceful. The other seven percent of these protests that have gone on, it's because there have been infiltrators in the protest who were there specifically to give that protest a bad name. And so um, now you, you've in majority of these Republican legislators, they are hell bent on shutting down black and brown people from really exercising any type of right that they're guaranteed by the constitution as a citizen of this country. It is utterly ridiculous, man. And, and you, you, you wonder like, what is wrong with these people? Why don't you want people? Why don't you want me? I wish somebody would just tell me, what are you so afraid of for people to vote and for people to protest, to peacefully speak out against the government, the things they don't like? What are you afraid of people doing that for? And as you said, the key thing is we don't want you to shed light on what's going on. We don't want to bring light to that. That's why they were so pissed when Colin Kaepernick took a knee. They didn't understand. They didn't want to understand why this guy's kneeling for the national anthem. They lied as to about why he was kneeling, twisted that all around and got all these folks upset. Like he's un-American. He doesn't care about the the flag and all this stuff. He hates veterans and all, all this bullshit when they really did not want to listen to what this guy was saying. And that has come to pass. He was kneeling to protest police brutality in America as it pertained to black and brown people. And what's been going on here lately? Police brutality. Front and center. Yep. No one mentions it. No what nobody mentions it because, you know, the damage was done. You know, another lie was spun by the previous occupant that, you know, this guy, he's disrespecting the flag. He doesn't love America. He hates veterans. He doesn't support our military. All this BS that all these gullible people who they don't read, they don't pay attention to anything. They're locked in their own little box. They fell in lockstep with this clown and said, yeah, man, that that Kaepernick. And I'm sure some of them probably said, look at that nigger. I know they said it. I know they said it like, what is, who does he think he is? You know, but they did not hear a word that this guy's message was about. And that is, look, I'm kneeling to protest police brutality. I'm peaceful. I'm exercising my first amendment, right? 
to peacefully protest. But again, other people are like, man, if you if you ain't if you ain't doing it like I want you to do it, you don't have a right to protest. And that's what happened. Right. And so that's what's going on now. They they don't want the message to come out. And uh, if you don't want to do it like we want you to do it, guess what? We're going to put up some roadblocks. They're going to prevent you from doing it. And right. that's what you see with this legislation right now. Right. Right. And, you know, they heard Colin Kaepernick. They knew what it was all about. They chose not to listen to him. They chose not to look at what he was doing. They chose not to listen to the truth because it was a way of spinning something that they would have be able to continue to keep their political power and to keep people uh, voting the way they want them to vote. So as, as I told one of our classmates a few weeks ago, I told him, I said, you know, some people aren't happy unless they have something or somebody to hate. Yep. And that's exactly what they did with, with Colin Kaepernick. And that's exactly kind of what they're doing with these laws. Hell, let's 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 talk at a couple talk about a couple others. In the in the state of Minnesota, the state in which they just they just had that uh trial for uh, Chauvin, if you are convicted of a crime during any type of demonstration, if you are a college student, you lose your student loans. You lose you lose financial aid in any form from that state. So what they're trying to do, because, you know, the majority of the young people that are out there protesting, they were college students. Yep. So now yep. they're saying that, hey, you go out there and protest, which making us look bad, then we're going to take your student loans away from you. Yeah. Makes yep. no sense. But that's yep. what they're going to do. Yep. And in the state of Tennessee and I think Oklahoma and one other state, uh, Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. They they passed legislation that if you run over protesters, you're not going to go to jail. Let's let's say that protesters are out in the middle of the street, and you know they're marching or whatever, and they they slow you down. Well, if you run over them, you're not going to be charged with a crime. Yep. It's yep. like. Get out of the way. Get out. You're slowing me. You know how people are today. Have no patience. Nope. So if a whole bunch of people get a, get around the car, then it's okay to run them over. It's okay to run over a protester. You have more rights running over a protester than the protesters have in speaking their First Amendment rights. Yep. Exercising their, uh, you know, again, it, it, it asks, man, I mean, if 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 you can't exercise your right under the First Amendment, then what do you have? Are you just supposed to shut up and say nothing? I mean, that's what goes on in a lot of these Arthur uh, Arthur Arthur. What is the word? Uh, authoritarian. Authoritarian. Yeah. Yep. That's what goes on in a lot of these environments. Shut up. Don't say nothing, or else we're coming for you. I mean, is that where we're headed? That That's where the Republicans are headed. You don't want people to vote. And, and if you do so, well, yeah, you can vote. But you know what? You can vote on this day. And we're going to we're going to take away this many uh, polling places to make it more difficult for you to exercise your right under the Constitution to vote. I mean, we're headed down a path to where if you don't do it like we want you to do it, guess what? 
We're going to make it hard as hell for you to do anything as a citizen in this country. That's where this is headed, man. Yeah. That's where yeah. it's headed. Well, you and know, it's sad. It is sad that this all kicked off because one bozo got beat in a fair and free election. Yeah. And here's the other thing go along with that, Wayne. There was nothing wrong. There was absolutely nothing wrong with mail-in voting. No. Until brown and black people started using mail-in voting and they lost. Yep. Well, they're beating us at our game, so we have to change the game. It's plain and simple. They had the advantage for all those years, mail-in, mail-in, mail-in. Yep. Okay? Now, with COVID and everything, brown and black folks use mail-in ballots because it's it's easier. I mean, you know, old white folks could stay at home and vote. That's right. Mail it in. That's right. And when you got old black folks and old brown <laughs> folks and old Asian folks, you know, staying at home because of COVID, then we don't like that. Yeah. Because there's more of them than there they are of us. So yeah. we got to change the game. Okay. And and, it, and it's sad that's like, you know, you call these people on it. It's like, man, this is this is straight up. Um, systematic racism. Oh, no, why do you say that? Because we can see. We're not <laughs> stupid. You know, yeah. you, you've been winning all this time under the same rules that now you want to get rid of. And the only reason why you want to change the game now is because you lost. I mean, it, it's comical. It is comical, man, that these yep. people have no shame in their game to put it out there that, you know, we see what's going on. We oh, see yeah. what's going on. We see it. We see We've it. always seen it. We've always seen it. Yeah. And so now, but it's now it's at a fever pitch because it's spreading across the country. And a lot of these, um, you know, state governments that are Republican controlled and led, they are hell bent on making it hard as hell, man, for black and brown people to have any say so. They have any say so if they're not doing it the way the majority wants them to do it. And and, and we're, we're headed down a path of dictatorship. Um, just it's it's what all these people are always crying about. Socialism. Well, that's where we're, that's where we truly headed. When you have no voice, yep. you have no voice because we're telling you this is you ain't going to protest. And if you do, we're locking your ass up. You know, and um, don't say nothing to the police or we're going to lock you up. Yep. I mean, that's foolish, man. Straight up foolish. Yeah. Somebody runs you over with the car. Tough shit. It's right. on you, buddy. Right. You're dead. But, you know, don't worry about it, man. That protester was was heeding your uh, heeding your passage. And even though, you know, they were peacefully, you know, walking and you ran. It's all good, man. It's all good. Don't worry yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. that's that's. That's what we're doing, man. And, and, and that's that's going to cause rise for people just to just say, the hell with it. I can run you over because I'm not going to get in trouble. Right. Right. You know, and, and if people are like that when they have guns, a vehicle is just as dangerous as having a gun. Well, you think, you if, know, if, if this if some of these laws had been in place uh, during Charlottesville. The yep. guy who killed the young lady, who drove his car through the crowd and killed that young lady, he would he would have been free as a bird. Right. He would he'd have been free as a bird. But fortunately, 
you know, dude, you, you can't plow your car into a group of people, people that are peacefully exercising their First Amendment rights. I'm sorry. So we're taking that away from people. At least they're trying to. They're trying to. And something tells me that uh, if they get their way, they're going to succeed. Yep. And it's it's sad, man. I, I was telling my wife the other day, man, I'm just I'm I'm sick of this country, man. I truly am. I'm sick of it. it it's you got to deal with with the issues surrounding being black. You got to deal with the issues of foolishness like this. They're trying to take away your rights, um, you know, and now the hate is spilling over onto other people. You know, being accused of things that are so far fetched, it's like, you know, what's going on in the Asian American Pacific Islander community that they're being the, 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 the butt of, you know, why Corona is here. I mean, it's it's sickening, man. You just you like, you know what? I, I'm I'm done. I'm right. done. I'm not <laughs> I'm happy done. unless they hate something or somebody. Gotta, you got to find somebody to look down upon or or, or hate. And, you know, since we mentioned, man, the, the AIPI community, one person, one person voted to not enact the, the uh, hate crime, COVID-19 hate crime bill. One person voted yep. against it. And, and it's, it's appalling, man, that these people have no empathy, none. They have none. So, I, you know, it may be callous to say, but some of these people, man, some of this fool, you know, the foolishness that's going on out in the community, the the way people are being brutalized by the police, the way people are being racially profiled, uh, the names, people being spit upon. Some of this needs to come to your doorstep. And then we'll see how you think when it's your family that's being victimized, you're being spit upon, you're being brutalized by the cops, your family's being pulled over for no reason, all this foolishness. Let's see how you like it then. Because right now, they, it don't affect me. What do I care? Yeah. You know well, what? Do I care? That, that's never going to happen. Nope. It's never going to happen because, never gonna happen. number one, you have to be in, in charge for things like that to happen. And and uh, minority folks and brown and black folks and Asian American AAPI, they're not in charge of anything, hardly. Nope. You know, so uh, it's easy to say I'm not involved with that, as, as you mentioned. It's easy to say that I'm, not me. Doesn't, right. doesn't affect me. Don't affect me. You know, it's just like we've had friends that says that, you know, COVID is a, a big fake. And then our friends have somebody die. Yep. Someone close to him die. Yep. And oh, now I'm going to get the shot. Well, you, right. you said it was fake right. a year ago. Right. <laughs> so, but you went and got the shots. So yeah. it must not be fake. Yeah. 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 All, all them, the, 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 the latest bozo to, to be touting the hoax and it was a fake and some of the Democrats came in with Ted Nugent. He, he untested positive for COVID-19. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, good, good for you. You know, yeah. I mean, it's you're, you're sick. Of all these people, man. It's like, look, I, I, it it just frustrates you to no end, man. That we have such stupid people in positions of leadership that have no empathy for other people. All they care about is their little circle of influence. They vote against bills that clearly, clearly would benefit the whole. But they don't care about that. They're grandstand. They they got to get their face out there. And I, I think a lot of them just vote against stuff so they can, you know, I see what I did. 
you know, but it, it's sickening, man. It's just like you wake up, you're like, I want to be done with this foolishness, man. Yeah. Be you done know, with Here's an example. In, in the state of Indiana, they, um, the uh, ARP, the American Rescue Plan, they sent, I don't know how many billions of dollars to the state of Indiana. And the state of Indiana added those, I think it's like $55 billion into their state budget for next year. Oh, okay. However, not one, not one Republican voted for the ARP bill in the state of Indiana. They took the money, but they weren't going to vote for it. Wow. And I've, I've got a lady that's, uh, I'm on a two school boards, and the other school board that I'm on is a, a part of a technical institute. Well, she just got elected into the state legislature. Oh, I'm going to confront her. Why did you vote against it? You took the money. You add that money into our, our budget for the state for next year, but not one Republican voted to approve ARP. Wow. It's it, it, it just, uh, you're just like, man, I just, you, you just, you're, you're sick, man, of, of, <laughs> of the crap that goes on in this country. And it's, it, it, some people are just like, yeah, you know, they're, they're telling these people, they're, they're, they're telling these black and brown people, they're shutting them down. And it's like, you're, you're okay with that. You're yeah. okay with that. And we're, we're never going to get to this point of, you know, we've talked about it before on the podcast, man. America is never going to live up to its creed, never until this issue is solved. And is it ever going to be solved in our lifetime? I, who nope. knows, man? I nope. doubt it. Not I in our lifetime. It. Not in our lifetime. That, that's probably what our great-grandparents said. This yeah. is never going to be solved in our lifetime. And it yeah. hasn't. Nope, it has not. It has not. We're we're still talking about the same stuff from the 60s and the 50s. Here we are in 2020. We're still talking about police brutality, systematic racism, discrimination. I mean, we're talking about the same crap. <laughs> you know, and I, I told uh, I told my wife today, I was like, you know, what? I'm, I'm sick of this country, man. I'm, I'm sick of it. You know, granted, we, we've got some great things going on here, but we, we, we're we in a bad spot right now. And we're spiraling out of control. Yeah. We're spiraling out of control because we, we have people in key leadership positions in this country that don't give a rat's ass about no one except their own agendas. Yep. And and well, we see that with this legislation, you know, these these laws you've talked about um, and just just the the foolishness that comes out of their mouth. Yeah. Well, we got one other person to talk about. We have a Let's transition talk about, talk about uh, one of Fox News's no. little darlings, and that is Tucker Carlson. Now, when I've watched Fox News, and I can't, I can stand it for about 35, 45 seconds, and then I have to turn it off. <laughs> but I will watch it, and just to compare the liberal media, the the the. Um, People in the middle and then people on the right and then and so on. I'll watch it every now and then. I don't want to watch it. When it first came out, I used to watch Fox News and then suddenly it just went crazy. OK, and 
in um, last week when we had the Chauvet verdict, um, Tucker Carlson, who always blames, you know, the liberal elite for everything, you know, even though that he's Harvard educated. All right. I guess that's not a liberal elite college. So he decides that the reason that Derek Chauvin was found guilty was because the jury was afraid to make the verdict not guilty because of Black Lives Matter. So Black Lives Matter, that protest, peaceful protest, for the most part, was the leading cause for Chauvin's being found guilty. Not that Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's necks for over nine minutes. Not that Chauvin had already had 17 or 18 incidents where he had been put on report for doing, you know, illegal things. Not that the jury saw and heard George Floyd call for his mom, call that he couldn't breathe, felt the pain. That didn't have anything to do with it. The reason that they found him guilty was because of Black Lives Matter. Yep. Yep, I saw that. Yeah, I, these these well, I, I, first of all, I, I do not watch Fox News. Can't stand. I, there's a lot of people in there. To me, man, you, these people aren't journalists. They're talking they're heads. They're, they're talking not. heads. That's true. Uh, there, there, there are a couple of people that do have some credibility. Um, I think it's uh, is it Chris Wallace? Mike Wallace. Oh yeah, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. Yeah. He, he is he's a credible. He's a credible person. And they've got a couple others that are okay. These people have journalistic chops. I. But the bulk of the people that are on this show, they're 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 idiots, man. Yeah. They're talking head idiots, and they keep a lot of this stuff going uh, to get people riled up and whatnot. And and I wonder, man, these people, man, they they always got an issue with BLM. I'm thinking they might want to be honorary members or something. I mean, they talk <laughs> about it. They talk about Black Lives Matter. So, do y'all want to be honorary members or something? Yeah. But I'm well, like, it's it's this it's the dog whistle. It's you know, yeah. We we don't like black people, so black people have got a form. Black people have got uh, a voice that's that's spreading protests that's that's good trouble, and we want to discredit that. Yeah. They're not happy unless they hate somebody. Well, again, it's 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 the people who are the back in the '60s. It was the Black Panthers. You know, Black Panthers are doing great work in the community. But they were organized group of black folks. But we got to discredit them. We right. got to find a way to discredit those people. And and they systematically destroyed the Black Panther Party. Here we are now. Black Lives Matter. It's the same thing. Every every bad thing that goes on, it's like it's Black Lives Matter's fault. And you hear that from a lot of these talking head idiots at Fox, man. I, I can't stand them. Can't stand them. <laughs> Can't stand it. And Tucker Carlson is one. I mean, it's like, dude, are, do you listen to yourself talk? Well, you know? I mean, that's that's what's paying their bills. Yeah, the, absolutely. The more the more um, partisan they become, or they 
be, the more money that they're going to make for people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what and and believe it or not, Wayne, that's what those people want to listen to. They yeah. want to hear that. They want to hear the idea that um, we've gone to the Capitol to rewrite the the record books. You know, we're going there to overturn the election. Um, and, and legislatures around the the states are falling for that. Uh, did you did you hear about this? Is kind of a transition from that. Is that there was so much hate in the fact that uh, the past occupant lost the election, and in the state of Arizona and Mar in Maricopa County, yeah, Maricopa, yeah, Maricopa, then. Yeah. They recounted the ballots yep. three times yep. legally with the state legislature. I mean, the, the the secretary of state, the courts counted it. Now this weekend they're recounting the they're yep. recounting the ballots like they're going to find something different. Yeah, I saw they're, that again. They're going to they're going to try to discredit uh, Joe Biden's win. Not because they're going to find anything different. They're planting seeds to say that this president is not legit. Yep. yep. And there's three other states that are doing it also. Yep. Like they're going to find something different. No, you yep. lost the friggin' le the right. friggin' election. Right. Nothing's going to change. Right. But you know, we're doing this, and it, there's something sneaky about it. Right. And I saw one reporter. They're not letting reporters in. Nope. So one one reporter volunteered to be an observer. And this, this lady said that there were people in there that had blue and black pens in their hands that are, that were hired to recount the, um, votes again, red, just, black yeah. or blue pens. Yeah. So they can change ballots, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's a conspiracy theory itself. Yeah. But you're not supposed to have anything in there to write. No, you're not supposed to have anything. It's it's again, man. It's like you're you're sick of this. You're sick of it, man. And it's you know, can you imagine if Hillary had did this back in 2016? She lost. She was gracious. She lost. But could you imagine? The, the hell that would be breaking loose if she said, oh, oh I'm yeah. going to contest this. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's the difference between people that have some type of moral fiber in their being compared to what we're dealing with now. All these idiots who have they have no moral compass, none. So here we are again. Like you said, this will be the fourth time these votes have been counted in Arizona four times. And like you said, other states are doing it. Because you lost. Suck it up. You lost. <laughs> you know, that's that's what we were taught. You know what? You lost today. You got to yep. be better the next time. Maybe you go practice more. You you yep. read, study the plays, whatever. But you lost. Learn from it. These people, oh, man, you know, there's no way we should have lost. Well, you did. <laughs> you yep. did. You know, so it's like, man, I, I am I'm I'm sick of America. Sick of it, man. Sick of it. <laughs> Man, you ain't got no damn place to go, so stop saying that you're True. sick of it. <laughs> you're right. Unless Elon Musk plan on taking a bunch of people up to Mars. Or something. <laughs> you know, taking a bunch of people up to Mars. But it's sad, man, that... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're frustrated. It's frustrating. It's like, yeah. what the hell happened to, you know, open discourse? 
the right to agree, not to dis, you know, agree to disagree. You could have good, lively debate with people. There wasn't all these conspiracy theories about people and other groups. Um, we, we are just, we're freaking, we're an embarrassment, man. We're an embarrassment. We are an embarrassment to the rest of the world. And in my view, we can't point our fingers at anybody telling them to clean up what's going on in their country because we got a huge pile of you-know-what in this country. (laughs) You're right about that. We need to deal with it. So um, I I think Biden's doing a great job, man. He is is working. He is is on the job. Like who uh, who was it? Like uh, Big Daddy Kane says, I go to work. I go to work. That's right. I go to work. And Biden comes in. He he's going to work, man. He he's got these vaccines going. He's trying to get infrastructure passed. He did the 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 act to get people, you know, free. ERP. Yeah. So yeah. he's working, man. He ain't tweeting. He ain't on the golf course. He ain't calling somebody names out of their name. I mean, just just stupid stuff that we've been dealing with for the last years. We actually got an intelligent person at the helm. Isn't it a relief? It's a relief. Yeah, there's no, there's not any drama going on every uh, day, uh, and that the the uh, president of the United States doesn't have to be in the middle of everything. Right. It's not about him. It's right. about us. It's the about people. Us. It's about the people, and it's refreshing, man, to hear a briefing that is coherent, and you know, you 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 don't have to, you know, you don't you the drama is gone. And I think we're getting some of our credibility back on the world stage because you do have an intelligent person at the helm that is willing to reach out to other world leaders, not not castigate them, you know, like has been going on. And, you know, we a lot of those relationships with staunch allies we've had for years were destroyed and he's trying to rebuild that back, man. And so I applaud him, man. He's he is working. He is going to work every day. And and I can't see why the country can't get behind this guy, man. Yeah. But like you say, people always certain groups in this country they got to have somebody to hate, and uh, we're seeing it play out every day. So. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So what do we got next on tap? Well, let's see. There was a um, shooting of a young black teenager, uh, Micaiah Bryant. Micaiah Bryant, yes. In uh, Columbus, Ohio. And this is another thing. This Now, this one, to me, is a tough one. Um, did she have to be shot? Uh, throw the t- coin up there. This is one of those situations where the minute that the police officer showed up, it was chaos. It was kind of chaotic before, but he shows up and within seconds has to make a decision. And so um, this this uh, person calls the police, the police shows up, and when the police shows up, there's a fight going on. Uh, one young lady is has been thrown down uh, knocked down and then some guy is kicking her in the head and then um, this Micaiah Bryant if you look at the um, 
video, there's a there's a girl that was standing outside the, a car in pink. And then the yeah. chaos starts to happen and it comes out towards the sidewalk. The one girl gets knocked down and kicked in the head. And then suddenly the girl that was in the pink that was kind of standing there by herself is being attacked by Makia Makia Bryant. And then that's when the cop pulls up. She has a knife in her hand and looks like she's going to, you know, stab the girl or whatever, threaten her. I don't know. But the, the cop shot her four times and she 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 lost her life because of that. So that's where the confusion comes in. You know, did he have to shoot her? Could he have done something else or whatever? You know, in split seconds like that. And we we kind of talked about this last week. You know about the lady that shot the uh, uh, Devante Wright, whatever. Yes. You know how you know made a mistake or whatever. You know I thought that you know things happen so fast. You have split second to do it. This is what this is definitely one of those things, for sure. So you know, and, and people are protesting. They got the the uh, uh, body cam video of it and everything. And so this young teenager lost her life, and then. Uh, since then, three more people have lost their lives by police officers yeah. Yeah. Uh, shooting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's my thoughts. I mean, it was tough. This is a tough well, one to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do what do you think? Well, according according to the reports, it was Miss Bryant had called. She was the one who called nine one one because yeah. she was like, "Hey, I need protection, right? Because these people are attacking me." And so she's the one who ends up dead. I mean, I've called you for help and you show up and you kill me. I mean, right. And I think, I mean, okay, I've never been a police officer. Not it's not my gig. I wouldn't you couldn't pay me to be a cop. But I'm thinking, man, you show up on the scene, you've got some teenage girls fighting, and we we've been around, man. We knew we know that people used to fight. And it yeah. was, yeah, it's chaos. Excuse me, it's chaos. But you're trained to deal with situations that call for calm. My thing is, why can't you show up? Hey, did some who called 911? You try to de-escalate the issue, not jump out of your car right away and start shooting people. Yeah. I mean, that's the part I don't understand. Why couldn't you de-escalate the issue? Now, maybe this was a opportunity. I don't think he had time to de-escalate anything because it was happening. It, to me, it happened like right now. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's it's. It's. I don't need to cut you off, but no, no, it's, it's kind of like we talked about, you know, when we talked about teachers being armed in the classroom, you know, uh, last year, whenever we got on that subject. And if teachers are armed in the classroom and suddenly there's a mass shooting that breaks out and the police show up and they see my black ass with a gun in my hand yep. that I legally have, they're going to shoot my ass first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're not going to say, "Oh, well, do you? Are yeah. you really going to have?" That? No, they're going to see a person with a gun and probably shoot me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, what I see. Yeah, I would have. I would have hoped. You know, again, it's like you say, it's it's split second. I would have hoped that something could have been done to, you know, this young lady. Hey, I'm being attacked by these girls. I right. need help. She calls for help. And she's the one who ends up dead. Yeah. It's sad. Um, and I I would have hoped that, like, look, was there a better way to de-escalate yeah. this? Because 
we know in the past we have seen white folks uh, threaten the police in a threatening manner with knives and others. We've seen that yeah, on video. And they walk away. They, they're not shot dead. Right. Um, you know, you, you have a young man walk into a church, pray with people, and kill nine people. He's walked out peacefully. He's taking the Burger King to give food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so yep. what is it? Again, we asked this question last week, man. It seems that when we turn on the news, it's us getting gunned down by the police. And this unfortunate, this young lady lost her life when she's like, hey, I'm being threatened here. Yeah. And it, that's hey, the sad part about it. I call for help and I'm the one who ends up dead. Yeah. And there was so much confusion with that, you know, even though that she calls the cops and I'm being threatened. I mean, how how could things have changed if she would have left the knife inside the house? Well, and that's what I wonder. It's like, OK, so uh, she she comes out. She's she's she comes out. And she's got the knife in her hand, but she's running away or whatever. But they see a knife in her hand. They see that not that the knife is for self-protection. And then they see her go at the girl that was by the car by herself there for a minute. It may have looked like she was the one that was doing the attacking. So that's the confusing part. man. it's I I, I would. Yeah, I, I would offer. Okay, you show up. This person's got a knife. You you don't have time to assess the situation as to okay. I'm responding to a nine one one call. I show up. I see a person with a knife. Okay, rather than kill this person, maybe you shoot them in the wrist and take the take the, get the knife like they did on the old cowboy movies. You, you can't know? do that. I mean, you know, that, that and was... the young lady is alive, but the but. The perceived threat that you see, it's neutralized. Yeah, okay, it's neutralized. But no, uh, you pump four shots into this young lady, <laughs> and she's dead. And it's, it's. I, I'm sorry, man. It's, it's hard like, to say. It's yeah. Right? It's what now? I said it's hard to say, but you, you can't shoot somebody. I'm, I'm sure saying. there's somebody that could shoot somebody in the wrist and shoot the knife out of her hand. I'm just saying, like an old cowboy movie. I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying, it's like this, this young and my, I'm just this young lady did not have to die. Yeah, she did not have she to die. She did not have to die. And uh, again, when when you've seen the opposite, where white folks have been in the police. Yeah. I mean, I listened to some tapes last week. Yeah. Uh, during uh, during the Clay Kane show, he because he was upset about this issue. He's like. You know, this white woman sucker punched a cop. I mean, you're that close to a cop where you can sucker punch him in the face and you walk away. you no issue. This one lady stabbed the cop in the neck with a knife. I mean, she stabbed the cop in the neck with a knife. She walks away alive. I mean, the, the issue, Sandra Bland ends up dead because she didn't signal. Prior to Sandra Bland being pulled over by the cops and, you know, taken to jail where she subsequently died, this white lady did the same thing. The officer pulls her over and said, hey, you realize you didn't signal when you pulled out. Oh, have a nice day and sent her on her way. But Sandra Bland is, you know, the, the situation is ratcheted up. She ends up in jail and ends up dead. So what is it with black and brown people and the police? Whereas if we have a confrontation with the cops, you can rest assured it's going to end up bad. Yep, yep. It's going no. to end up bad. And it's yep. sad that this young lady at, at 16 
yep. is not with us anymore. Yep. You know, so uh, I don't know, man. They just assume that that's something bad going on. I, I, I yeah. told you about the time that that Norman and I were Norman and I were uh, Norman Cleaver and I were put in the back of the police car. We we're walking up to the hill. Right. You know, we were just walking up to I think we we're going to see Jan um, Wheat. OK. We were just walking up there, and just as we got north of Hawkins Grocery Store, you know, right there before we got to Sonny Jordan's house, right, right, this car pulls up behind us. It's probably seven or eight o'clock at night, maybe. It's dark. Yeah. yeah. And we move over to let the car go by, and the car doesn't go by. So we move up. We wave the car, you know, come on by, <laughs> man. And the car doesn't go by. And so the car stops. We turn around, and it's the, uh, city police and they said what are you boys doing and we said we're on our way up to the projects up to the hill right well uh there's been some, something happened to somebody over on haycraft street <laughs> <laughs> you know your neck of the woods yeah because <laughs> we had just passed through there right yeah we just walked you because know, when we go when we went up to the hill you know we'd we'd come you know Cross Mile Street, go across right. Mulberry, right. go across Railroad Road, go yeah, through the railroad. bottom, yeah. you know, Haycraft Street, and then work yeah. our way, you know, over by Bond Washington, go straight up the hill, right? Right, right. And so there's there's been a uh, someone that was attacked over on Haycraft Street. And we went, what? <laughs> we put us in the back of the car, drove us over to Haycraft Street, put us in the in the seat back seats. And somebody came up with a flashlight and shined it in our eyes and said, are these, was one of these guys, the, the, the people that did it? And the lady said, no. And then they said, okay, get out. <laughs> so <laughs> we had to walk back up the hill. They couldn't have taken us back up there where they dropped us right, off. Right, yeah, take us we, back to where you dropped <laughs> us off. They just left <laughs> us right there. There's a park there right now. Right. But uh, uh, it was right there before, you know, where Railroad Road bends. Yeah, yeah no worries. And yeah. it becomes hay crap. It was right yeah. there. That's that's wow. where it all happened. Wow. And they just left us, just dropped us right there, get out. And so we still had to work, walk back up Hawkins Hill, Hawkins Drive, Man. you know, uh, and make our way up to Jan's house. Wow. We didn't do anything wrong. We were just walking across the street, and they just assumed that. You know, some black guys, I guess, you know, and yeah, that's wow. the way it was. Yeah. And and that's still going on, man. Assumptions are, are made when it comes to us. Yep. Assumptions are made. And a lot of times those assumptions end up deadly. And that, that's what we're seeing, man, across the country, man. Um, it, it's I don't know. This this young lady should still be alive. She should still. She should. Be alive. I agree with that. She should still be alive. And so, um, you know, we can continue to, to 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 debate that. But the fact is, this young lady has lost her life and it did not have to be that way, just in my opinion. I mean, when you call for help, you expect to be helped. You don't expect to be shot dead. I mean, yeah. that's so. All right. Um, anything else, my friend? Any other topics? No, was not that really. The, I think we. That, we touched on everything, my friend. Is that in the queue for tonight? Yep. Uh, good discussion, good debate. 
uh, in the end of the month this week, man. Uh, April is wrapping up fast, and uh, May will be here in, in a bit. So yes, sir. I'll but, be going uh, out to the track here pretty soon. That's right. It'll be what is it? Uh, Indy five hundred. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Indy five hundred. They're gonna have a crowd out there. They're gonna. Oh, have really? Forty percent. Okay, forty percent. So that's a forty percent. That's a crowd of one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Wow. <laughs> so I, I assume you're going. You plan oh, on? Oh hell yeah! I, okay. I, I've got tickets. I've oh, got, you already got I've, tickets? <laughs> yeah, we've got tickets. We just had to kind of. We just had to kind of re we. We've ordered the tickets. Yeah. We had to go on and confirm that we okay. wanted the tickets. So we did that. I did that just the other day. Wow, okay. So um, I plan on going. You know, Broderick, he's into the 500 now, and Alex is supposed to come up for the 500. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, I'm ready to go out there and start hanging out awesome. around the garages and stuff, man. Yeah. Cool. You got to come one time, man. You got to come one time. The Indy 500. All yeah, right. Yeah. It's a lot different than what you see on TV. TV oh, doesn't really? give it TV doesn't give it justification, you know. Oh, okay. You know, That's... seeing a car travel 130 miles per hour, 230 miles per hour is a lot different than watching it on TV. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First time we took I took Joey out there. They came up for a qualification he and Sam. Yeah. And they were fascinated. Wow. You know, they talked about that for months. Like, man, those huh. things are moving. Okay, yeah, I, have yeah. to, I have to put that on the agenda. Put that on the calendar. Say oh. I've done it once. You know. Okay. <laughs> Go to the Indy 500. It's it's uh, Memorial Day, right? It's on Memorial. Uh, Day. the Sunday before Memorial. Sunday before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, the weather's gonna start getting nice and. You know, folks are getting out more and, uh, you know, depending on where you live, Indiana, I mean, the restrictions here are starting to be lifted a little bit. Uh, they're letting folks into some venues and whatnot. Uh, I'm not too too keen on jumping out there just yet, but they're opening up things. And now that spring and it's going to morph into summer, it's like people are going to be antsy to get out there. So, yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting summer this year to see yes, what sir. happens. <laughs> Hopefully we happens. get a whole bunch of people vaccinated and uh, yeah. maybe this fall we'll be able to uh, yeah. uh, have a normal fall. So yeah, yeah. Folks got to got to get vaccinated, man. You know we yeah. you know we've had a hiccup with the J and J, and I'm sure that's turned a lot of people off. And uh, so hopefully you know things will continue to keep moving forward, and folks will go get their shots. And uh, we can turn the corner on this thing, man, because right, that's another thing I'm sick of. I'm sick of COVID, man. I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, sick of it. All yeah, right. That's, that's all I have, my friend. All right. That's all we got. And uh, it's been an interesting broadcast of this episode of Across the Tracks. Legislative lunacy. <laughs> that's what we're <laughs> That's what we're calling it this week. We're going to so, stick uh, to it. That's what it's going to be. We're sticking to it. Yep, we're sticking <laughs> to that. So, uh, again, it's been a pleasure hanging out uh, tonight, discussing some topics of interest. And uh, we'll be here next week, uh, provided the, what do they say, provided the creek don't rise? And what's the other part of it? <laughs> the good Lord. Yeah, it was an old saying we used to hear yeah. back home. My grandma used to say it, but we'll be here. Yep. Uh, we'll be here saying it like we see it. So uh, until then, in the great words of King T'Challa, Wakanda forever. In the words of Maura Taliana, 
Arrivederci. Ciliamo dopo and ciao. Ciao. And let's like that. Three strikes. We're, We're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.